Hi, I'm Darcy Hanna, author of the Beacon Bake Shop Mystery Series, author of the Very Cherry Mystery Series, author of the upcoming Food and Spirits Mystery Series, and author of several historical fiction. Did you ever wonder where I get my inspiration for the stories I write? I get it from my family, in particular from my conversations with my three amazing and creative sons. I'll be joined by my middle son, Dan, age 29, my youngest son, Matt, age 26. We have a great relationship, and we thought it would be fun to share our often wacky, often irreverent, yet always entertaining conversations with you. So buckle up, and welcome to the Motherboy Podcast. Good Hello. good evening. Hey, or I should say good good day. Wherever you are coming from, happy, happy morning, afternoon, night. Uh... Welcome, boys. How are, how was your weekend? How was your? This is always on a Sunday night, so I like to say it's good evening. But I got sand in my cracks. Okay. And I bought a wholesome lakeside shirt. Oh, so you, where were you? I was on the west side of the state. Oh, camping. Camping. Yeah, me and my girlfriend, her <gasps> brother, and his girlfriend. Yeah, we we're camping. It was, really, it was really fun. It was really nice, just out in nature and stuff. You guys had such a good weekend. I uh, I I didn't have that good of a week. Oh, go ahead, Matt. What did you do? I was also out west visiting uh, my girlfriend's family. Oh my gosh! You guys are all tan and Played having golf, fun. Good. In the hottest, sweatiest weather I've ever been in my life. <laughs> Imagine playing nine holes in Louisiana, <laughs> <laughs> but like with Arizona heat. <gasps> oh my it god! It was terrible. So, so, so are you saying hot and muggy? Hell. It was hell. <laughs> hell. Imagine playing golf in hell. Uh-huh. And that's what we did today. Yeah. You did today. Yeah. I almost drove like. Uh, 300 yards to like the pen today that's oh, and i just like totally impressed her family it was wow awesome. so nice. so matt's trying to impress the girl's family that's awesome rocketed the shit out of it oh almost, almost hit his kids <laughs> <laughs> it was fucking awesome but you said it okay that's Dude. the best part of golf is like yeah. i almost don't even care sometimes how well i play i just want to hit the ball really far yeah i've seen that we've been on the golf course you guys just like I teed up and I tried to like the beauty of like women's playing and we have Callista visiting us too today. But, yeah, Callista's um, learning how to play. Yeah, like we don't hit as far, but we hit maybe more accurate. And you guys get but up there. You guys there. also get to start from like a hundred yards yeah, closer to the pin. We love it's actually for that almost reason. not. Fair. It's cheating. Yeah, it's cheating. It's not cheating because we're not as strong. But you guys will get up there and you'll wind up, and your ball will just sail over like like far far fields like it'll just go over hills it'll disappear and then you all swear and then we have to find them those balls because mm-hmm. one of my things is like always bring back the ball you played with that never happens i've never ever but, done that but, i just have never been able to oh, do yeah, that and my girlfriend was playing very well today oh my she god was, you really want to give a shout out better to her? better the first time you want to give a shout we out we to played her? with her not yet okay <laughs> <laughs> all right so all right down. so boys i had today is another really special day I have a very special guest coming in today. I love this special guest. Um, I'm going to read a bio. This guest and I um, have become very good friends probably since 2021, I think, is the first time we sort of virtually met. Um, I'm going to introduce her to you. Her name is, well, today we're going to call her Holly Danvers. (laughs) My friend Holly is another author. Holly's like writes phenomenal books. This is she is on her. This is her seventh book, eighth book. Not maybe it's not. We're gonna ask her what book this is. But um, Holly grew up devouring every mystery novel on the shelf of her local library. She lives with her husband and three chickens in the Midwest. Uh, and I, it's we're just gonna say she lives in Wisconsin. 
uh, and she's already plotting her next novel. She, pl she wrote, um, I know personally this woman wrote three novels last year in one year. Uh, that's my hat's off to her. But anyhow, um, let's welcome to our podcast, to the Mother to the Motherboy Podcast, uh, Holly Danvers. Holly, hello. Hey, Holly. Come on. Hey, how, how are you doing? I'm good. What's it like out there in Wisconsin today? Was it hot and sweaty? Remember the day you came to visit me? Darcy came yes. to visit me today. And she came to visit me on the hottest day of like the year and we sat on our porch and I kept telling her how lovely it was and how you know what a beautiful view and the two of us were sweating profusely I was so embarrassed but anyways yes it was a nice Wisconsin hot muggy and we've got a lot of smog from the uh fire oh you still get oh, Canadian yeah. Yeah, imagine Canadian. playing golf on that <laughs> don't you feel bad for that I mean if we're getting it this bad can you imagine how bad it is for that oh yeah I mean, Oh my! Yeah, God. they're on fire. It's so. crazy. They're on. They're burning up. And they're yeah. not putting these things out. Uh, it's hard. I don't well, know. I know it's hard. Can, can I don't uh, understand what's going on, honestly. But um, we've had a lot of smog this this summer. More Matt than ever. Yeah. Matt has a term for it. it's con fuckery. No, can I remember that? Fuckery. Yeah. <laughs> fire. Fire. Um, I don't know. My understanding is there's like a bunch of fires, <clears throat> all kind of like north of like Michigan. Wisconsin, uh, kind of like... They're all over. If you've ever looked at the over. fire map, the fire map's insane. It's just like the yeah. entire country has fires all across the entire country. Yeah, it's wild. It's so sad, and you're and getting Hawaii this... And Hawaii's also on Yeah, fire. well, Hawaii is another... And Columbia now is on fire. Columbia? No. In British South America? British Columbia. Oh, British, British Columbia. British Columbia. <gasps> yeah, oh. they're, they're really burning up because one of the blogger, our cozy bloggers, Karen, she blogs a lot. Um, she, her mom is really close to the fire. It's oh, bad. It's that's really bad. Geez. So, I mean, we take for granted, like, you know, we complain about the smoke, you know? Right. But my God, we would not want to Because you can smell it, right? Yeah. Oh, we can yeah. certain days, it. but I know you're a big outdoor girl. You love it outdoors. And yeah. I know you're a big jet skier. You live, um, you live in a beautiful, in fact, Holly and I, so it was so funny. Um, we got together. So, so explain to the audience, like how, how we actually met. Do you remember? And then I don't, I don't know. I mean, we share the same agent. Well, no, okay. we were on a Zoom, remember? So everything was shut down. And it was, I think, before my Beacon Bake Shop first one came out. And we were doing yeah. a Zoom with all the authors. And we yes. were chatting and chatting. And then I think we had a Zoom account that, like, shut down after maybe 45 minutes or whatever. Everybody was, everybody got off. Everybody else shut off and we kept talking. And then we yeah. just kept like texting each other. And then finally <laughs> I'm like, I hate texting. Let me just call you. So that just kind of was the beginning of this beautiful friendship. I called you and boy, did we just chit chat about books and about, you know, like I, a lot of what we try to do is think of strategies because we're, we're mystery writers and we think of strategies to, you know, get to get our books out in front of people because half the thing of writing a book is getting people to read it. Correct. And you have, so tell us how many books you have out. So I, my 10th will be published this year. So this Actually. is your ninth. So wow. so the one that just wow, came out awesome. is Read to Death at the Lakeside Library. So this is your Lakeside Library library series that you do under Holly Danvers. Correct. And um, yeah. so, so like who are we, like, so are we talking to Holly Danvers today? Are we talking to Holly Quinn? Are we talking yeah. to Sherry Lynn? So I think it's funny, like, it's either like you, you, I'm talking to somebody with multiple personality disorder or, a, or a mystery writer, you know, cause it's like you explain it yeah. to people and you're like, well, I'm really Holly, Holly Quinn or Holly Danvers or whatever, but you've got 
three names and we talk about three three author names boys think about this imagine if you and her and her real name four names she's juggling her real name isn't one of those names no oh my oh, wow. god <laughs> Mind. Well, it kind of is. Blown. One of them kind of is close. They could yeah. guess. One... They could That's guess. Close. Okay. But is it like Holly Davis? Holly Davis. No, is this no like Sherry? I met Sherry Lynn is my first and middle name. But okay. yeah. Sherry so Lynn Danvers. Like... No. no. Sherry Lynn Holly. No, but how did you? Well, how, <laughs> well, how, so how did you come up? Like, how do you come up with names? And you can explain to the boys why. Why well, sometimes yeah, let me switch explain names. to the yeah. boys why I'm all these different people. It isn't because she, I have multiple She doesn't have all. I can, I can attest to that. Are you sure? Is it a privacy thing? Although, uh, no, you know, it's a contractual thing, actually. Really? It's, okay. It's Yeah. So what happens is because this year I'm publishing for two different publishers, they don't want to compete. Oh. So that's why I have two different names because I have three releases under two different names and they're coming out at different times and they don't want to compete with each other. They sort of publishers <sighs> want to own your name. They want to own. Yes. The, oh, do they, yeah. wait, so That's do, very do true. they know you write under different names? Do they know all the different they, names? Oh yes. They know that I write under another name. So they asked me to choose another one for them. Oh, they, okay. So she's under one name with, with, um, so, so the Lakeside libraries with, um, Crooked Lane publishing, yeah, and then she writes under another name for Berkeley Publishing. Yeah. so these are oh, both wow. excellent uh, mystery houses. Mystery, yeah. you know, they they produce lots of mysteries. So it's it's kind of. I mean, do you ever get confused when you go to do a book signing, or do you, do you, do you it's try? Very, to... <laughs> I have to really think. Like, am I signing? In fact, I literally just signed a book the other day, and I started the S, and I'm like, no. <laughs> don't you wish like you need to bring some white out with you because i i mean i only have my name and i escaped being i escaped having to do yeah. another name because i did historical and my historical came out in 2010 and 2011 and then yeah. like i was explaining to the boys like the other years like i i lost my contract i couldn't <clears throat> you know sell another uh history <clears throat> or sorry excuse me historical fiction and it, I waited so long to get back in. So it was probably seven years. Yeah. By then, they were like, I right. didn't have any issue with that name. It didn't really right. have a track record anymore, that kind of thing. Right. Um, and so I was able to sneak away with um, that. And I, I feel very lucky because keeping all those names uh, and all those books that you're writing and trying to remember who you are at what signing, <laughs> you, will get multi you will get multiple personalities disorder by the end of this, Sherry or Holly. Yeah. Yeah, you know. Well, and when I when I first started, and I do have two different names with Crooked Lane, and the reason for that was because um, they sh they changed their sales force when I was I had first started under Holly Quinn, and that was when we were with Ingram. And halfway during the series, they switched to Penguin Random House, completely different sales force for uh, selling your. That's like so heartbreaking. That's why, yeah, so I mean, all these things happen, and it's like when you're a writer, you don't. I don't know. You just yeah, don't know I, I think it's funny that like, okay, so if you do a signing for the book that's written under your pen name, <laughs> you have to sign it as yes. the as the author. Correct. Yeah. Do you have because to? They, you like, are by... that, well, they think that you're that person. They actually believe that that's who you are. Yeah, because when you, do you ever tell them that it's not that's not who you really are, or would it break their hearts? I, I don't know. You know, I have when I do library events, I explain that I'm multiple people. I have to say. <laughs> Inside this one person. Series, you know? Yeah, it's like I'm 
all these people. And they always go, why? And, and yeah, and I have to explain. But I mean, I suppose it's the same for like actors and actresses have a lot of that's not their real name. Like, is it right. Ashton Kutcher? Is Ashton Kutcher really Ashton? Was he born no. Ashton Kutcher? Wait, no. really? No. No, no, no. They pick a lot of different, like Vin oh. Diesel's originally. Yeah, Vin Diesel. Diesel. His name Perfect. isn't Vincent? No. Diesel? It's not. No. Diesel. Like, so when they, go, when they go and sign people's, like, someone wants them to sign their boob, will they sign <laughs> their real name or will they sign Vin <laughs> What if he just... If someone asks Vin Diesel to sign their boob and he, and he really signs like, his real name, like it's like Richard Cameron or something. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, who the hell is Richard Cameron? Who is Richard and why did he sign your boob? And it's and indelible then he has, And then she has to go home and to explain to her husband that it really was Vin Diesel. <laughs> I swear to God, Vin Diesel signed my boobs. It wasn't Richard. But if... Okay. Okay. If you were someone famous and you did do that to people, like you signed as a different name, just completely different name, like Brad Pitt, and you just went up and signed like Dave or something. That'd be like that would be a pretty funny troll. Yeah. <laughs> and then people, no one would believe you that you actually saw like Brad Pitt. Right. Exactly. Exactly. That I like is, if I ever become famous, I'm going to do that. You're going to change yeah. your name. But then... Darcy and I, we're just so famous. I mean, how do you guys yeah. feel about having a famous mom? Oh, I'm Let's not. <laughs> I get treated like dirt. I, I think, have, like, you know, made. we talk about this sometimes. I mean, we're she like, goes in the grocery store and they're like, Darcy, oh, Hannah, yeah. no way. <laughs> we, ha- we, we, Part of our job as sons is to bring her down to earth yeah. and keep her ah. humble. We keep we have to give her crap and rip on her and you know make yeah. you know so she doesn't get too you know. I, yeah. I don't I don't get too like oh boys you have to make we your don't own want dinner. To- I'm the best goddamn author in the world. Yeah, like, mm. no, nothing egotistical like that. Like right. Yeah. You I, know, I like you haven't really done any like. Uh, I haven't done any. I, well, I haven't really seen people like pull you out of like public and be like are you darcy hannah can you sign my boob yeah that's not <laughs> like, i haven't so, seen that big misconception that doesn't really happen with authors Wait, darcy might have signed mine no. <laughs> oh my god you think the guy the guy who wrote the Davinci i'm sorry code, we can't wait we're, we're keeping it we're my my little the bell. guy who wrote the Anna Davinci Bell's code he was and... probably pretty close no yeah that well dan dan I'm brown Huge fan of your mom's work. She's oh well, I, and Ditto, I'm a huge fan of your work. In fact, I have the uh, my my. I told you this came the other day. I was at my mom's. Uh, it got shipped to me today, right when I got back. So it was a nice little. I have um, read to death at the Lakeside Library, which just came out uh, under Holly Danvers. It's one of your one of your three books that came out today. The first first book you came you came out in Sherry Lynn this year. Yes. My yes, digging my up daisies. Wait, digging up. Wait, digging, digging up, up daisy. Daisy. Yep. Digging yeah. up daisies. That's your yep. mainly main. Ma- my mainly that? murder. Yeah, mainly murder. It's all about the murder, right, boys? Oh, I know. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I know they love. Uh, I don't know. You guys are like creeped out. Are you creeped out by murder? Yeah, that we do this. Okay, so I okay. This is something that I've never understood because I I don't have a fascination with murder stories like other people do. Like I, it's just. It's not that I don't find it interesting. It can be interesting. It's just I'm not, like, driven to, like, consume these stories of, like, murder, how the murder happened, what, what you know. Oh, like it's Night very Line? interesting. Like it the Night obsession with Ted Bundy Night? or something. Well, like, I don't get that. Maybe not even. I don't know. But, like, there's all the – what do they call? Uh, the um, – the, there's, like, the murder podcasts. What are they? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Crime. True crime. crime. True crime, yeah. yeah. Uh, there's, I don't know. Is that the same? Does that mean that that is that a little different than what you guys do, or is that kind of the same? Well, or like Holly, kind of feel that because well, true crime is actual. Actual uh, authors will take 
a real murder and they will put it to a podcast or they will put it to a book and it's it's not fiction it's 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 real it's real yeah right yeah so what darcy and i do what your mom and i do is is all stuff we come up with in, our <laughs> in a way twisted. that's more that's more messed up than doing the murder yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I, Dan, I feel like it's a good. It's like a. It's like a good bank heist. You know, like I'm yeah. interested in the good bank heist, the plan, the setup, the boys. They go in, they take the money, they shoot some people, and they win. Right? For women, yeah. it's like that's the plan, it's the setup, <laughs> it's they kill the wife, and then it's, they go to jail. So, is it is it is that the fascination with the like uh, the the plotting, or or is it the murder that, or like what is it? I don't know about Darcy, but for me, I am I am very curious and um concerned and also like want to understand uh the human condition and why do people what drives people to take it that far so to me it's more on the motivation level that is that piques my curiosity about mystery yeah. and murder mystery in particular like dateline and that i always want to go well what took it that far was it greed was it lust was yeah. it what was it that really drove this person to actually take another person's life? Because for me, it's something I don't understand. And it's yeah. like, the more yeah. I study it, the more I still don't understand, like, how could you take it that far? So <laughs> I agree. Cause I think, you know, I didn't start out writing murder mysteries and somebody, you know, I think a, a, a former agent suggested to write a mystery. And I, I guess for a woman, a woman, you always kind of have to have a murder. Like one of the things that we do, we write in the cozy mystery genre and so um, Holly and I always have to have a murder in our books, right? So, yeah. so sometimes you start with the murder and then you're like, why is this body? And then you kind of investigate what, who is that body? Why is it there? Um, or right. you can, you know, or it's somebody you might know in the story. Like, so maybe you, you have a story and you're talking a little bit about what's going on in that fun little town. And then one of the town people shows up as a body shows up murdered i mean it is kind of wild to think about it because there are days when i don't know if you do this but there are days when i'm like what am i doing like why am i killing people in fiction <laughs> do you ever I go know. there <laughs> what's wrong oh. with me what's wrong with you <laughs> honestly my husband loves he loves to like we have a hot tub and we'll sit in the hot tub and he's like so how are we going to kill this person yeah so you are so he, talk says, he yeah. loves having those conversations with me which is kind of disturbing so it's like a couples thing for you guys <laughs> Yeah, some, it's like group, yeah. most right? most no, normal couples will go on a date <laughs> and you guys will go you'll sit down with a pen and go paper in the hot tub how are we gonna murder someone today yeah that yeah. doesn't happen guys and your girlfriends and wives and no right. you know no. what it's kind of weird wait, one i was married right no, no. Uh, the oldest one is yeah. jim our older yeah. brother is married. jim was married okay yeah he only visits he only visits the podcast every once in a while because he's just too busy out in seattle i was kind of talking about this like this idea that people idolize like this bad behavior almost like yeah. they just obsess over the Ted Bundy type people. They obsess over like the person who murdered like five people and then they'll like attach like a, like a, like a, I don't know, like a personality to it. That's like cool or something like for the big oh. one I've seen is like the movie, like uh, I think it's American Psycho. It's disturbing. Like they turn they turn the main character into like the alpha male, but like people don't understand that like the alpha male in that story is he's a ty he's a psychopath. He's a terrible right. person. It he's is, a terrible but, person, but, but they idolize it. Well, like, sometimes they have such a like well, maybe like the Dexter. cult of personality. Did you guys watch Dexter? No, I mean, no. Dexter. we don't really watch murder I, mysteries, which is never I think I know what it is. 
<laughs> what says, is it? Oh, Dexter is like he's he's a he's a serial killer, and you you sympathize with him. It's yeah. the weirdest. Yeah, it's weird. Watch. I mean that's good yeah. writing if you can sympathize with a mer- with that's a. That's what I said. But that's it's like I... you know that that weird thing where these um, mass murders go to prison and there's all these women that write them and want to be their girlfriend. What is that? Yeah, that's what is weird. that, Holly? That's very disturbing. Like there's, disturbing. yeah, there's a whole weird and they get married in prison and because they can, I think they just have such a force of personality and they can kind of like sweet talk women like oh i didn't really mean it or i mean i think there's a really weird dynamic there i we i stay away from that's why i study it i literally study it when i'm writing well like what is the motivation and why would this person do this like Like, like oj simpson yes exactly and and i knew did he do it that was easy (laughs) he just got hit in the head too many (laughs) yeah i think he just had cte (laughs) yeah i think he just had cte Don't tell me that glove didn't fit when he was trying to squeeze on that. Oh, I know. I don't even like know the trial because it happened like I think it happened the year I was born. Oh yeah, probably. I was gonna say you need to catch up. But like I know like the famous like oh he was in a police chase in a white Bronco and like oh whatever and he right then after he gets off on his whatever he gets convicted not guilty or does maybe not convicted I don't know sentence is not guilty. He um, writes a book called How I Did It or something like that or <laughs> I How I Would Have Done It or How I Got Away With It. <laughs> how I Would yeah. Have Done It Better. <laughs> it's it's crazy. It's crazy. But like, and because of like. These you, are the things he messed up on when he was actually doing it. Right. Yeah. He made it right. Look. Well, and right. I think sometimes like real life, like fiction, where they say art mimics. Fiction, no, what, what yeah. is what is this? It's like art stranger than life. Fi- stranger. Yeah. Life, life is stranger than fiction. Yeah. Like you can't make this stuff right, up. and so you know, we'll yeah. we'll do like we'll write a book, and you think, oh, like, but I I'm the same with you. Why, you know that, that there's that leap of the imagination. Like you know, you can be angry at somebody, you can think somebody's terrible, or you can be envious, or you might want their money. What is it that makes you actually think you can kill somebody and get away with it? Act on it, yeah. Right. So like and, to act on it, you have to be a little bit insane, you know, especially the premeditated ones. Yeah, they're really well plotted, yeah. like really well like thought out and craziness right. stuff. Speaking of like, I guess, Murder. I don't know, plotting and whatever. How how would you kill someone? Yeah, she's but like so not saying that you're gonna do it, but like if you could, if you were gonna do Wait, it, like no, what would you do? I've it? done it so many ways in my book. What's your like, favorite? I, yeah, what's your favorite? Without I, I, giving yeah, away yeah. any. What's spoilers. like the goat, the greatest of all time? The goat. Like, <laughs> do you know what? Uh, so uh, in one of my books, um, the victim is killed with an ice knife. And the knife melts. Oh, so the evidence that's a good one. Gone. So you have How no you evidence, like? no fingerprints. No evidence. Okay. The, the ice knife is gone. And do you know when I did research on this, there are actually molds that you can make ice cubes that are knives that will actually cut. Oh, jeez. Really? Yeah. Thing. Yeah. This is a true thing. Yeah. That's and so, awesome. I mean, and that's so hot. Yeah, it's so, like the uh, the 3D printed liberator gun where you can like melt exactly. down acid. They, really? Yeah, you can like shoot somebody with it and you throw it in acid and it dissolves mm. see we're so obsessed with how to how to murder somebody um so when you did that ice knife you actually so do you do not this we we yeah not obsessed. i'm gonna say it real quick real, real quick my favorite is the rube goldberg what is that what the is rube that? goldberg murder yeah, it takes like a minute for like the person to die but they just watch like they're like strapped like, to a chair bunch of useless and shit then, like a ball is yeah. rolling down like a, a pipe or something yeah, and, and the, it knocks over like a million dominoes yeah and then it scares the duck that comes out has a string attached to its leg and then it pulls some books <laughs> up <laughs> 
what is the ultimate what is the ultimate murder what actually kills a person in rube gold oh just like i don't know like a gun pops up on the floor just shoots him in the head like something like something <laughs> All right, Holly, take Thanks. that idea. Rube Goldberg machine. I'll let you use that one. I got one. I want to run this one by you guys because you guys are professionals. Yeah, we're but, professionals. Okay, so yeah. in this in this situation, okay, someone wants to kill someone, but they don't want to. They want to get away with it, right? So, the person that wants to kill someone, what they end up doing is they hire someone. They call the puppet master, and then they they take some sleeping pills and they knock themselves unconscious, <laughs> and then the puppet master. Um, like like a caricature doll, like like lifts the person up, you with like strings and stuff, and then like makes them pick up a gun, and they're unconscious, so they're not actually doing it. Wait, what and then, is that medication you take? And then they yeah, like Ambien or something. The, the, the yeah, they're on like they're high on like Ambien, and then and then the puppet master makes them pick up like a gun and like shoot someone or something like that. So I guess my question is, is that person guilty? If they're high on Ambien. Well, they didn't mean to like they. They didn't know they were like they I, like they wanted to make it look like they they didn't do it because they were like sleep, asleep or something or like someone was controlling them but they did do it so they hired the puppet master they, they yeah. took the ambient and then the guy they instructed the puppet master to to kill someone for them using to, their body using their body using their their arms and and fingers to pull oh my the god why are you not writing mystery murders hang on my my earbud just fell out of my we have technical difficulty <laughs> on holly danvers and holly get your yeah he's got like levers and he's stuff like super loud <laughs> <laughs> It's like an exoskeleton, you know, like you put them in like those military things where they walk. And- oh my God! What if there was one where like, uh, no, never mind, never mind. It's not. It's a bad. Sometimes I have a thought and it's just not even completely flushed out. It's yeah. actually like ten percent. So flushed you're out. talking before you actually got to the end of it. Yeah. Like and- the puppet master method. I think that's. But yeah. then if you wanted to do it, so like here's another idea. You have a a second puppet master. So a puppet master controlling the puppet master controlling the person. So oh it's like gosh. once removed. So it's almost like incepting. Kind of, yeah. Like an inception <clears throat> of a... I thought you were just going to have a, a midget okay. on the back of the person <laughs> with a bunch of levers he's pulling or something. Oh, he's like a robot? <laughs> yeah, like the person's like attached to like some kind of suit and he's in like See, a Matt's little backpack visual for and he's like a little like... Tiny yeah. The guy always wears a backpack. Yeah, the puppet master puts a backpack on the person they're on drugs. Okay, yeah. we let's well, well, let's, well, let's well, move before on. Before we digress right. with that, um, I'm kind of obsessed with this real murder. Have you heard of this? Uh, I was going to call you Sherry Holly. <laughs> I'm going to call you Sherry one Holly. of your two names, Sholly. Sholly. Have you heard of this, Sholly? There's a woman in Australia. Oh. Did you hear this story? Who, no. who um, made a beef Wellington? They called it a beef Wellington pie for her ex-husband's her in-laws and then it was another relative of theirs and she invited the ex-husband over for dinner too she makes this beef wellington and she uses the death cap mushroom as as the pate feeds it to them and they die but she didn't happen to eat it and neither did her kids and they're different they're different accounts of the story one of them is that the the kids were gone at a movie some one said that she scraped off the mushrooms because they don't like mushrooms one account says that she actually did eat it and was at the hospital and got treated, but clearly I think that's a lie. So what I'm saying, and the funniest thing is like, it's so ridiculous. Like she, so, so wow. think of this, like how, like, so I don't know if you've seen her. She's a, a little bit of a heavy set woman, probably middle age. And she comes out of her car and she's crying. She's like, Oh, I loved them. This is so sad. 
and you know she's she's saying that she didn't know she was using these mushrooms right um but and she said i think one account said that she they were dried mushrooms she bought from a chinese uh uh like grocery store but she also had a dryer, like a vegetable, like a food dryer. Food dehydrator. Oh, food dehydrator. God. And she threw it away the day that she murdered or she fed this, you know, poisoned pie. This is like something Ooh. right out of one of our mystery novels. Seriously. Like, like and I use that mushroom. Yeah. Right. And she's like, you know, plausible deniability. I didn't know. I have no idea where they keep asking her, where did you get the mushrooms? And she can't come up with a straight answer. And then one of her friends said she's a really good forager and she knows how to forage for mushrooms. So then you give that into play and you're like, she definitely knows what a death cap mushroom is or yeah. a, a death angel or, <clears throat> but I just find it so fascinating and sick, but it's like, but she looks like, she's like, just looks like a normal woman, like you or me. And she's used this. Well, and that's the thing. I mean, they should be able to trace the mushrooms. No, well, well, no, it's, but she might get up. Cause then this professional said, well, it's not a crime to serve poison mushrooms to somebody and kill them if you didn't know what they it's were. Not? No, because you don't know what they were. So here's the brilliance of that. You just deny, right? Because you can't. Because wow. he said there's probably not going to there's not going to be a good conviction because wow. because there's if unless they can come up with a reason for her to kill them because they don't have a a reason like there's no like, motive is there they haven't found a motive yet like does she want their money is her do like, you need a motive though but then i was watching this one podcast where he was super funny he was talking about this as Death well mushrooms grow wild in they australia grow, and in michigan mm. too we have them here yeah um, oh watch out boy yeah watch out because i <laughs> watch out we love to, i oh, would Jesus. never i don't i mean there's a lot of foragers around here like for real like it's really big I mean, you probably have them in wisconsin but morel season's very big morel Morel is a big thing up Puff here, ball, I think. mushroom. So who did she kill? She So her ex-husband, okay, so her ex-husband was supposed to come to dinner, but he didn't. And a year before, according to this other source I read, um, the, hus the ex-husband a year ago was in the hospital for 16 days in a medically induced coma because of some poison he ingested. Well, clearly uh, and, she's been trying yeah, to do this. Yeah, and he said it was something he ate. She poisoned him, like he said that, I think. And it was um, in the Nightshade family, so probably like a Belladonna or something like that. But I was like, that is like, to actually write about things and then to see somebody like try to do it in real life, okay. it freaked right. me out. Oh, but, it, but who did she kill, though? She killed his, It was like his, her, no. his, his so, her husband's like mother and father or something and like then, that. And then their their sister. And then and then the husband like the, the husband's, husband's aunt. The husband's, husband's aunt. aunt. Okay. So it was this, like the, this girl's getting convicted. I'm calling. Okay, her. I, I have a question because like in a court of law, do you even really need motive? Like, yes, yeah, I think yeah. you do. You have to prove. You have to prove it was that they were. Yeah, but if you have like a video of someone like shooting someone and killing someone, even though they had no like they might have not had a motive to do that. They might have just been crazy. Like, do you really need motive? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> no, no. No, no, no. That's just hard line evidence. You need you need evidence to convict somebody. Uh, motive is more or less like a well i think what detail, it is i guess or just how like, she can get off is because they're very they're like the most poisonous mushroom but how she can get off is because it was like it could be accidental but a lot of evidence yeah, but is she, leading they have to be able to trace her grocery bill i mean no they're gonna find that she bought them or like they're gonna trace yeah, her right. phone she they're gonna trace her phone her computer 
she did research on these mushrooms or something. Well, she's yes. a, she's a forager. She knows what they are. She well, probably picked them, dried them. She threw, probably looked them up on her, her computer. What if she has a book that's like mushrooms or are something? We, we all, I think yeah, so, so. I think both Holly and I have a book like that. I don't know. I don't know if this is a thing. You have to be careful. Careful what you Google, right? Yeah. I know we have bad. We have bad face that stuff. I know. What does your Google search look like these days? Is it pretty bad? I know. It's scary to me. I always think the FBI is going to end up Mine's so bad. Just kidding. Oh, my God. It better not be. I keep all my porn on a floppy drive. Oh, shut up. It's the perfect crime. Think about it. Dude, that's like... No one else has a floppy reader. So if everything's on a floppy drive, no one's going to see it. Yeah, but Dan, you're only going to get like five seconds each floppy drive. It's like like my megabytes. (laughs) You have to spread it across multiple floppy drives. Oh, okay. Why should... I got a two-hour feature-length movie. Okay, yeah. Daddy's Long Leg. Okay, yeah, shut. but it's like three hundred floppy drives. Four floppy drives. <laughs> He's got to like, keep like pressing the thing. Okay, boys, <laughs> like focus. We are interviewing a very important guest. Time is just about to take over. Shit, shit. They're reenacting what it would be like. Yes. Watching something on a floppy drive. So on a floppy. Sorry. Right. Perfect crime. Oh, but, uh, the perfect crime. What I wanted to say is there are certain books that will put you on a list. So I'm yeah. pretty sure if you own a bunch of poison books and then you poison somebody. It ain't looking good for you. That's it's not motive. looking good for you. Okay, but what if you really are a mystery writer? See, this is where it can get really in the weeds. Like, what if... Did you see that guy? Oh, you didn't read... No. Oh, is this a good a one? Line. Oh, there was one. Oh, you're in Dateline. Date <laughs> I want to say it was a Dateline or a 2020 or one of those... And it, it became a Netflix movie. I got to find out the name of it now. Shoot, I'm terrible at this. That's okay. Well, what, what was it about? Maybe one of you guys can Google while we're, while we're talking. But so this guy, this writer, his wife gets killed. And he's a mystery writer. And he kind of wrote like something similar or whatever. And he's a mystery writer. So everybody thinks he she had it. all these, she had all these like scars on the top of her head. And they couldn't explain why. And he said an owl came by. And like, kills her by scraping her oh. head. The owl got upset, and and this can be, actually happen. Apparently, if an owl gets upset, they can. Well, like, they can scratch you, but are they can really claw you to death? I don't think an owl well, can that's what, claw you. That to was death. his. That was his uh, explanation of what happened. But, so, did he write a book that said an owl could claw you to death? And he wrote a book. He wrote some kind of mystery book that was like a murder mystery, and it was some a close or something like that there was another woman i've seen this multiple times there was another woman that wrote a mystery about a guy dying and it was her husband and she ended up her husband died and yeah they did the research and lo and behold she followed through what she wrote in her book <laughs> but, so but be careful darcy so think of you if you have an enemy <laughs> be careful and they know you write be murder careful. mysteries <clears throat> and then they use your book to murder you right oh my right? god <laughs> Wait, is that what this... Okay, so I found an article on New York Times. Wait, okay. After star author Kristen Bailey is found dead in her hotel room during a murder-palooza conference. Oh, my God. The news spreads quickly among other attendees. Nope, that wasn't it. it. But you have to look up the owl killing or whatever because this guy... Oh, an owl murder. And I just hate it when, like, you have such a gorgeous bird of prey as the murderer. I don't know how you get an owl to do that. I feel that's right? co- a cop out. I feel that's bad writing. What? No, but the neighbors. Mom, how you have to be okay. First of all, there's an owl nearby that's been kind of lurking. So the the neighbors even like helped him out with his alibi a little bit. Really? They were like, Wait. Yeah, there's been an owl hanging around. 
There's a killer owl. Owl. Imagine the yeah. neighbors also hating your wife as much as you. Right. <laughs> Maybe it's a combined. Thing. Are we gonna kill this bitch with an owl? <laughs> <laughs> we'll blame it on the owl. Yeah. Nobody will. What are they like? The like spray paint an X in the like yard, and then also do it at night. Because owls don't come out during the day. Right. I don't understand how right? you plan well, this. And that was the thing. They were sitting by the pool having a glass of wine. Him and his wife were having this glass of wine by the pool. And she was like, I'm tired. I'm going in. And he stayed out by the pool, apparently. Right? Oh, jeez. And then a little bit later, he goes in. And he finds her on the staircase. And her hair, like, she's all bloody to death. Ew. And she's at the bottom. Yeah. And, they, and he's like, I don't know what happened. Like, she was fine at the pool. And then she goes inside and she's dead. So he thinks that... In route to going to the house, the owl attacked, and she went in the house to like go to the bathroom and clean up and die. See, that just seems. That Is seems it the Michael walking. Peterson trial? That might be it. Yeah, that might be it. Yeah, I'm trying to. There's An a Wikipedia owl. article about it, but I'm trying to find where they talk about the owl. Because uh, Dan, Dan and I rescued an owl, a baby owl. We know we have uh, experience with the great, great horned owl. This is a big, big bird, and they're just very. I just don't see it ever coming to a human to do harm. Like they just don't want anything to do yeah. with you, right? I don't know. Little Hoot, you think Little Hoot would kill? Uh, a... Well, they don't have emotions, Mom. It's kind of like it's kind of like have it's kind of. Well, what are you talking about? They have fear and kill. That's about it. So I'm hungry. It, it's kind of like saying a shark is not interested in you, <laughs> or sharks have feelings. It's like no. But sharks have a mouthful of teeth, and we know sharks kill people. We know sharks. But how often do owls? How have you ever heard of an owl murder? No, I've never heard of it. Owl theory. Dan's gonna read this. In late two thousand nine, a new theory of Kathleen's death was raised that she had been attacked by a barred owl outside, fallen after rushing inside and been knocked unconscious after hitting her head on the first tread of the stairs. The owl theory was raised by Durham attorney T. Lawrence Pollard, a neighbor of the Petersons, who was not (laughs) involved in the case but had been following public details. He approached the public, suggesting an owl might have been responsible after reading okay. the North Carolina State Bureau of Investigation's evidence list and finding a feather listed. Oh, so he just was, <laughs> he just like, was like, oh, it was a feather. There's a feather. Oh. I mean, must be an owl. Because he was a murder mystery person. Like he was, he was also, okay, so if you keep reading on that article, I don't know if they explain this, but. He was having a gay relationship. Yeah, I saw oh. that in the intro. There was some sort of um, yeah. He just had to get rid of his wife. Yeah. yeah, I think there's that. Yeah. So big... was he trying to get rid of his wife? That's a big motive. And used he didn't use the owl. Obviously, he used something else, but he used... it made it look like I don't <laughs> used, know what he was like one of those garden, one of those three pronged garden like little rakes that you know those little hands. Right? Brutal. Yeah. He probably isn't that brutal. Yeah, I mean, they would know immediately if it was an owl, I feel like. They would do the opt- autopsy and be like, this looks like claw marks. Right. And they or would they'd be, be like, this looks and like... And I think it did. I think that was the thing. Was what if he used a real owl kind of... Yeah, what if he had something like, owl, that? like he had an owl, owl claw? Talons. Talons yeah. of an owl. Talons, yeah. I don't know. Blame, oh blame it on the owl. See, I mean, we could never... I mean, who, like, look who at... Who did it? Who <laughs> <laughs> did it? <laughs> I mean, honestly, if you turned in a manuscript... And the murder, or was an owl? What well, would happen? What would happen? They would, they would send it back to me. And go, this is okay, rubbish. Can you this come is... up with something a little more original. <laughs> Nobody's gonna really? believe. Wait, wait. So owl. You, your murderer can't be an animal. No. It has to be a human. I think. Oh gosh, maybe. Actually, very good point. In cozy mysteries, 
there can be no harm to animals because because animals are, are so lo- beloved, like our pets and our, our dogs. And a dog cannot die. Have you heard this, oh, Darcy? Uh, I, oh, no. It's I've, against I've, all rules and regulations for us to write a death of a pet in our God, book. Really? Yeah. Then I better change Don't my, do it. Better change my uh, novel that I'm writing now. Yeah. No, oh, my it. God, really. Oh, my God. <laughs> There's no, a no, bomb like, in the dog. See? Well, yeah. <laughs> it's what like the movie Speed, except a, it's not life. a bus. Oh, my God. Pay. Like, Darcy went there. She actually killed. Yeah. Oh, no. my God. I mean, Wait, is, so oh, no. is it any animal or just animals people like? Yeah. What if it's all animal? animals, I think? It's, what yeah. if it's like a shark or something? Like someone's trying to get someone eaten by a shark. Oh, I think you could probably do that. I don't know. I you watched the crocodile hunter thing the other day where this this poor woman um, left her house in Katrina when it flooded, and then she went back to fix up her house, and she opened the door, and there was this ginormous crocodile stuck inside. Oh, God. Can you imagine no. how awful that That would be That's terrifying. Crazy. Actually, it's an alligator. Crocodiles are saltwater <laughs> water in all of what, Australia. What is the difference between an alligator and a crocodile? Alligators are freshwater. Speak? Yeah. Alligators, alligators are freshwater, and crocodiles are saltwater. I don't know if America has crocodiles. But and no kidding. They also look. I had no idea. Honestly, God, I had no idea. They also have like different shaped mouths. I, I do because of these children. Uh, they also oh. look a little different. Yeah, that's actually Matt's one hundred percent right. They're pretty much alligators are dark, uh, dark colored with broad. No, so it wasn't a crocodile. She breasts. saw it was an alligator. That's what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah it says alligators still. are freshwater. Crocodiles are saltwater. And crocodiles okay, but are huge. If it, if it was if it was Katrina, wouldn't she have saltwater crocodile? No, no, it's touche. freshwater. What? Yes, because the, croc- the crocodiles don't live in the ocean. They, yeah, but like why would in... she... Yeah, but the ocean flooded yeah, okay, into. Okay, it's Louisiana. There's a lot, a lot of just lot standing of water everywhere. Yeah. <clears throat> so maybe it swam. In the marshes, or... like they're all over, like the mangrove, yeah, like sunken. I don't think they have crocodiles. Do we have crocodiles in the United Look States? Look up to see if there's a North American oh, crocodile. Oh, you know what? I was, I was, uh, <clears throat> when I used to work at the library, <clears throat> I had a friend that read a lot of cozy mysteries, and she would always give me the rundown, and she read one. And the woman got murdered by being eaten by a crocodile, and she hated it. No. The reader, yeah, my, she's like, I hated that. I thought it was just too Too brutal. gory. Yeah, for a cozy mystery, and I kind of it agreed is. with her. So it kind of, see, I didn't know that rule, but I, you know, I'm such an animal lover, as are you. Um, <clears throat> you know, I could never. We wouldn't consider it. No, yeah. but I could use, like, you know, like, I have a dog in my series, Welly, Wellington, and he is kind of a hero dog. He's a big dog. So, you know, he can, he can do things or like, you know, dog behavior, they'll alert you to people coming in or I'll chase people away. But as far as him getting injured, you know, like, right. a, like a lassie situation or something. Um, yeah. I didn't know that. Like, so that's very interesting. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. But see, you learn something new every day in the industry. I did not, I need a, do you have a list of rules? Maybe I need to read them. Again. <laughs> no, that's just one. That's just Un- what I know. Unwritten. <clears throat> unwritten rules. Real, real quick, there. Okay, so there are American crocodiles, and they are huge. So oh. are cool. Yeah, males well, can reach like twenty feet. I thought it was the crocodile hunter feet. show I was watching. Whoa. I don't know. I don't know what that is. The Could be the croc hunter. hunter. Yeah. Yeah, I think. Or what? They're in like. They're... Was it a crocodile? Uh. I don't know. Who we can know because it could be on. either. It could be either okay. because it's it's it Louisiana. It's a big, so. big animal. With teeth. They're, they're yeah. pretty much the big old they're prehistoric the lizard. Yeah, it's the ambush. Yeah. The ambush. You the, do the not Disney want to sacrifice. go. <laughs> oh, the, oh, yeah. oh, oh, God. God. 
front door and see that. You anyway. can ask her what her. What? Oh, do you want me to ask her that? Yeah, you can. Yeah, what's your yeah. Holly? Yes. What's your favorite yes. thing about Disney World? Oh, Disney World. Um, I would have to say the Princess Castle or whatever. What is it? the Magic Kingdom Castle? Cinderella's Castle. Cinderella's I agree. Castle. It's pretty good. I mean, That's pretty good. My you know, favorite thing is every five, ten years, one child must be sacrificed to the Disney alligators. What? <laughs> <laughs> Keeps the magic alive. We had a great harvest this year, didn't we, executive? Yeah, it is weird that they need they need that to keep the. Yeah. He did that to us at dinner. He's like, "What's to your have favorite? so much magic? Yeah, there's so much magic. So you know how many magic. kids have that? A lot of kids have just perished. They've oh, perished at that place. At Disney, but the alligators. At yeah, Disney? a good amount of kids. It's probably like three, but like a good amount of kids. That's I'll be terrible. honest, it's more than one, and that is weird to me. That's very yeah, very disturbing. It's it's weird. It's it's it's. It's definitely more than one kid has died in the alligator pits. Well, not so. it's not alligator pits. The alligators are in the pond. They're in all standing water because it's yes. Florida. Are you so. sure they're not crocodiles? No, no, no. no. <laughs> the giant. Well, Peter Pan's crocodile. Have you been to Florida? Peter Pan's. I haven't been to. I were just been there, Florida, but I've never seen the um, alligators while I'm there. I kind of avoid. I hang out at the ocean. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The same with the sharks. Yeah. I mean, sharks if, are much yeah, safer. <laughs> if you go inland, there's just like eighty percent of Florida is just marshland, pretty yeah, I much. Can't imagine. So, like oh, any oh. standing body of water, like pond. Could have Murky. an alligator in it. Pr- well, we saw Actually, that. all of it probably does. Yeah, think- well, and I have a real aversion to snakes. Yeah. Like a serious fear. Like a, They're like a serious fear. So I couldn't, I couldn't do it. Yeah. No. So do you, um, this is just a, another weird question, but do you go into the ocean? Like, are you okay going and swimming in the ocean? Living, <clears throat> living on Lake Michigan or the Green Bay. Okay. So I grew up on the coast of Maine, uh, going to my aunt. So I didn't grow up in Maine, but my aunt had a house on a very similar to my book in Digging Up Daisy. Yeah. Plug. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good. No, you plug um, no, away. But, uh, but the uh, my aunt lived on the coast, and there was a cliff walk, and you could walk take the cliff walk to the beach, which was amazing as a child. Oh. I mean, I've like seen a, those cliff it, walks. It was Disney World. Oh, yeah. And so I I, I swam in the salt water. Like I was a huge salt water no i never never thought about sharks and you know cape cod and all that out east there are a lot of sharks and i, I never thought twice about it i was always in the water until my lips were blue like literally yeah so you were cold. you were an ocean swimmer and it never bothered you never bothered me no. oh that is amazing i mean because i think i probably saw sharks before my parents took i'm sorry saw jaws Probably. Really? No, I think I was in the I think we went to the ocean when I was younger, but I definitely remember seeing Jaws when I was probably 13. I don't know when they, yeah. they came out. We're pretty young, I think. And that just destroyed. And that's off Cape Cod. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And now there's a lot of shark attacks off of Cape Cod. So we just there like are. say here, because we live, you know, we live in Michigan, you live in Wisconsin, we're all around the right. Great Lakes. And that right. we, we're just, you know, Dan's shirt today. What do you say? Lake Life or Lake Michigan? No salt, no Unsalted sharks. Unsalted and shark-free. Yeah, shark-free. Oh, nice. Big, I want that. Big selling points because you don't feel like, I don't know, it, it's, it is uh, it is weird. No, but we got sturgeon, big sturgeon here in the Bay of Green Bay. I mean, I don't necessarily like swimming in the <laughs> Bay of Green Bay. <laughs> I like going on my wave runner and being above the water. Like, right. I, love, I love racing across. 
the water. Oh my I God. Love the freedom feeling. I, there, honestly, it's probably one of my top three things that I love to do. Because we were just going to, that was one of my questions. What do you do when you're not writing? What is your favorite thing to do? And we now know it's your wave runner, which I think is phenomenal. There's, it's like being on a motorcycle on the water. It's, it's awesome. so beautiful. Next time I come, because like I came to visit you and that was like such a, one of the best days of my life. It was wonderful. It was, it was the in, hottest day of my life. I don't even so remember. I don't, I knew it was hot, but oh, I was, it was miserable. I was in Door so County hot. visiting my mom and I drove around and you were probably like an hour out or something from where she lived, but, um, and you You're made, more than welcome to come. well, you, no, it was so much fun and, uh, you have such a, a beautiful place there and you made such a great lunch. I was so stuffed. And <clears throat> what I don't think a lot of people know about you is that you, you have celiac disease, right? Yes. That's, you can't eat, you can't I eat. Can't. The gluten. Gluten. That's right. Gluten. And like in our the family. Gluten. Yeah. And there's so many jokes in movies about this. And it's like, you know, it's not really that funny. It's not so funny. And I was like, you know, that's really what I, how I started writing, honestly, was okay. because I was so sick. It's funny because my mom always said, there's no way you would ever write a book because you can't sit still long enough. And that's true. <laughs> well, I think that's but, true. Too. Yeah. I, I, I had the same issue, I think. Not that I, I, yeah. I live on gluten. Remember, I think I was giving you a hard time about like, how do you live without gluten? <laughs> Holly, gluten is like what makes the world. And that's terrible because gluten and, you know, is delicious. I'm a pasta, you know, I'm a pasta and pizza lover. I mean, so yeah, it was, it was a little hard sick when I first got diagnosed, but if you're going to have a disease, right, it's the best disease to have because you don't have to take a ton of medicine. You that's just wonderful. have to watch. Yeah. Yeah. It just, it just changes your it just it changes, changes the way the, you cook. It and, changed my life because yeah. I'm, I'm a foodie by nature, but whatever. Yeah, I know that we both it's, love food, but um, I tell you, yeah. whatever I ate at your house was so delicious. It did not taste like you would have fooled me if I didn't know. It was absolutely delicious. And you, that is my goal is to make gluten-free food. Oh, it's so good. Like everybody else's so that people want to come and visit. And then we, we ate a lot. And then all of a sudden you bring out this cheesecake. I'm like, what the heck? <laughs> right? <laughs> I had to eat cheesecake before I left too. That was so good. Uh, so, so that got you sitting long enough to actually concentrate to write. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Can you hear me still? We yeah, can hear yeah. you loud and clear. Yeah. Okay, because my earbud just talked to me and said something like it was powering off. I'm like, what? Who's turning me off? I didn't touch anything. Well, if we end abruptly, uh, no, that's. Yes, if yeah. we end abruptly, <clears throat> we won't. Yeah. Um, I was going to, let's see. What oh, was, wait, I have something. Yeah, okay, so question? going back to the. Uh, Disneyland fatalities or Disney oh Disney my fatalities. God, <laughs> Here's a just fun fact: uh, someone has died at Disneyland or Disney World every single year since 1998. No. Yeah. Every wow. year, at least one person wow. has died is it a at child? either Disney or Disney World. No, they're not all says, child because it could related. be like heart attacks from being. Yeah, so a lot excited. of them are natural causes. And then yeah. some other stuff that I mean, we I don't have to go into. But I suppose oh, <laughs> only one alligator attack, though. Weirdly enough, only wow. one. Wow, interesting. <laughs> only one. Yeah. Oh damn. Sorry. Wow. Unless they're hiding yeah, stuff. Oh my god. Oh, yeah, no, they swept a couple of those under the rug, Dan. It's Disney. Okay. They There's three happiness. unknown. See, you guys looking for the motivation. That's what they're yeah. Doing. They're looking for motivation. See, look at like we're just like really digging deep into murder and death today it's it's so uplifting isn't it we're trying to be uplifting okay, i have another question <laughs> yeah i have another question about okay so the fun that's the funny thing about the, the murder mysteries to me is that like they always happen in this small town and like one like 
why is it always like a small town where there's all these murders? <laughs> there's like tons of tons of murders in these small towns. Right? I guess yeah. Like why is that? Because <laughs> just it's just fiction. Like that's how it just it's just fun. Or is it actually based on like was there a time when there was just lots of murders <laughs> in these small towns? <laughs> I'm going to give that one to you, Darcy. No, no. <laughs> well, I'll give you my opinion, but you tell me yours. Um, <clears throat> when I start, when I first set out to write a mystery, a cozy mystery, I just wanted it to be set in the most charming place. And I think for our readers, like you, you know, Holly writes about a library, a little, it's a log cabin on a lake. And so readers, especially women readers, love to read about just really charming, cozy places like you know, like this little log cabin library right on a lake, very picturesque, surrounded flowers and all these things. I write about a lake, um, a, a charming lakeside village that's in Michigan uh, with a bakery and a lighthouse. So <clears throat> I think the setting for us is huge because it draws people in. And, and our whole our whole goal, I think, and I'm t- you know, if I'm wrong, Holly, you tell me, but it's to like it's kind of to get people out of there. It's kind of to take them to a happier place, right? Even though it's there's murder, which is murder I know it's a, it is the most ridiculous Sorry. when you go to no. <laughs> I'm like it is the most ridiculous thing because murder is never like death is sad. Like death is and I am such a like a pacifist type of person. Like I cry when a bird hits my window and I can't revive it. Like I just my sons had right. to bury animals for me that have. The baby, the baby rabbit incident, Dan. We had to bury a baby rabbit, Jesus and uh, I mean, I just it kills <laughs> Matthew. Poor Matthew's never around when we go on these animal adventures. But um, do you think, in in some sort of way, it's like it's almost like a medicine? It is. Well, no, for it's, people, it's like so, some sort of therapy. So some, they they don't have to kill anyone because they read about. Well, it. maybe there's that. Can you know what it is? Yeah. It's really a puzzle because we try not to make it very graphic, even though like mm, Holly loves scheme, her murder, yeah. as you can tell. Yeah. Holly's all in. It's the scheme, <laughs> Dan. I told you, it's the scheme. It's the setup the and, and figuring yeah. out who, I think it, it is a puzzle. It's figuring out who, who did it. They're yeah. clever. I think and, we're always very curious by nature. I think most yeah. people are curious by nature and they want to know. And it's sometimes, like, yeah, we're like, I think with us too, we're trying to solve our own murders. Uh, not, not, that sounded bad. I said that wrong. In our books. We like we'll, we we know we have to have a body, and I don't know if you do this, but like when you come, you like when you knew, know you need to write that next novel. Like, yeah. what do you think of first? Do you think of the body, or do you think of like the character or the murder weapon? What do you think of? I think uh, usually I I know I have a victim, and then I have three different people. In my mind, I set up three to four different people that would want to have this person leave the planet and I have to figure out why they do. Yeah. And I, and I work backwards that way. That's how I work. Okay. Um, I, sometimes I just see like a body in a weird place and that just, that just makes me laugh. Cause I mean, it's terrible, <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, Oh my God, like, would it be terrible to walk around like the corner? Do you know what I mean? Like, so I, I don't know. I think there's a lot of latitude we have with where, what we can do with the body, like, <laughs> like in yeah. fiction. You know, like, I think you, I think we talked about this before. Well, and, I, and I've like, written a lot of cozy mysteries. I'm kind of running out of ways to kill people. Uh, you know what? You just hang around us and the boys will give you so many ideas. I think the boys are giving me good, helpful, Locked inside leads. of a treehouse. What? <laughs> For too long. Yeah. He went, he went I mean, I've got the nuts. puppet master. Yeah. The puppet master. I've got master, the treehouse. The Rube Goldberg murder weapon. I've got the Rube 
Yeah, I love that. that one was good, good Matthew. Research here tonight. Yeah, <laughs> should, we should work on it's got to go on for like at least two pages, like the setup <laughs> for like just shit falling off. Like, and then our, our readers, because sometimes there's older, <laughs> you know, there's older women, they're gonna be, like, I don't understand what is going on. What this is ridiculous. Like, you'll get that, man. <laughs> just like yeah. some, it's, just it's watching more of a shit movie. fall down for like it's a more. minute or so. That would be, but no. Uh. So it's, it's always, and then there's always a thing too where okay. I, I tend to like, there was a rule, like you have to kill somebody within 50 pages. It's just somebody has to, you have to have a body. I shouldn't say kill. Like yes. This. That recently came up in conversation. We'll have, we have a sidebar. I've got to talk to you about that later. Oh, oh, did you? Cause like I am notorious. Like I'm famous for not doing that. I'm not. Yes. That I'm and famous. I didn't. And I was told I need to revise. I got to talk to you about that later. That's a sidebar. <laughs> so, so yeah. We need to talk. So Darcy. Holly and I share. We have, we have the same agent, and we love her. And that's you know, I mean, it is fun because we'll, and we both write for different publishers though. So maybe our maybe our editors are a little bit different with what we do. But I don't know. Yeah, it's pretty we have interesting. Different editors. That's correct. Well, we have the same agent, different editors. Is it Tom? Uh, no, we, we got a few minutes. Okay, because I'm like, I look at my son. Because we I'm can like, we can start to wrap up. We we're we're trying we're trying to keep keep our, our guests to an hour, but if you want to go longer, we can totally do that. But um, so tell us about because we were gonna do that. We were gonna push this this uh, podcast out right at the launch of your book, which happened on August eighth, uh, Matt's birthday, and you Happy were just, birthday, you Matt. were just not feeling super good. And so I'm so glad we got you back here. Um, and we were going to talk about, you know, like the importance of pushing that book out that first week, um, all the excitement, the, dra the drama, the excitement, the anticipation of a Holly Danvers yeah. book. Um, so, so tell us about Red to Death at the Lakeside Library. Where, blah, you know, it's funny. Every time a book comes out, you kind of feel a little bit like vulnerable because, you know, we spend 95% of our time alone in a room with our laptop or notepad or whatever. Murdering. And then all of a sudden, yeah. And then all of a sudden our, our words are out there and it's like up for debate and review and correction and talk. And it's like, oh yeah, it's, weird. it's a weird dynamic to be, you know, it's a very vulnerable place to put work out there because, you know, we live in a world where everybody has, and very strong. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what are you saying? You saying that everybody I'm sorry, has no. Um, actually, read to death at the Lakeside Library is, is reviewed very well, and uh, readers are loving it. And lots um, of five star reviews that I know. That's phenomenal. Yes, I'm, I'm starting it next. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, it, it it was um yeah it was it was a labor of love. I it was probably the hardest book I wrote so far. Why? And, I think because I had some personal things going on okay. for one, but for two, um, I was writing multiple books at the same time. Yes. And, and there was a lot of research with this book because um, there's some Agatha Christie in there. Oh, so um, fun. So you went back to the mother. You went back to the like, I went the back to the mother the of Cozy. Yeah. Yes. The matriarch of Cozy. Um, do, you know do you know who Agatha Christie is? Do you guys now? know who Agatha no Christie is? No clue. Is that the one where they have the dinners, uh, the Agatha Christie dinners? Is or that something? the one where it's the Pride and Prejudice? Is that the one where? Wow, they... wow, Darcy, they don't know. I, the one with you the know, boat I am like an. They have dinner parties they have and they pretend like they're like characters. Is this a Downton <laughs> Downton Abbey? Downton Abbey? No, it's open. Downtown, downtown Abbey. Downton 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 Abbey. So as as you can see. Nobody here really knows what I do. 
this is kind of like the point I'm making is that I am here. This like is why you're not high on a right now. They don't. Yeah, they. They're like, I don't care that your book is number one, mom. Why is that so funny? You, know, you just, you know. just make. Can you just do my laundry, like that kind of stuff? Hey, so. Dad, we never yeah. ask you to do our laundry anymore. Oh, anymore. Let's just put that. In I sometimes I bring my laundry to your house and say, Mom, can you do my laundry? Yeah. But that's only because you've gotten too many five star reviews. We need to bring you back down to earth a little bit. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Nice. No. Um, but no, you need I, that in your life. So Agatha, Agatha Christie is, is notorious. She started writing in the 1920s. Oh, it's a great uh, Gatsby. Th- wasn't she? Was she like? Did she, did she live across from old? Did she writers. have old money? Broke the ceiling for women she writers. Might, she she had not, old money. She might have. Did she, she live across the people with the new money? No, I think she's not the great Gatsby, man. <laughs> she's not the great Gatsby. Oh, <laughs> um, Is that where we're going with this? The great sorry, Gatsby? Ho- Holly, what, you said that. Say it again. What you said? I said she broke the glass ceiling for women writers because yeah. there was not a lot of women writers when she wrote uh, mysteries. It was a man-dominated. We could go into that. Oh yeah. boy! A lot of times, women would change their name and publish under a male's name. It's really? Probably, it was a thing because it was yes. like it was a long time ago. Kind of like Mulan. They're like, oh, what do you know? You're a woman. She, she was a woman, and then turned herself, disguised herself as a man, so she could fight she, she in the could army. Fight. kill right. exactly. the Huns, right. so she could kill the Mongolians. Yeah. There, throughout history, when I used to be in history area, you know, I used to, there were women that would dress like men and 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 be sailor, like jump on ships and just get away from their life and pretend they were like younger boys or whatever and uh, then end up being pirate people but you know pirate queens or whatever certain i think it's that something that's happened throughout history like just trying to escape something and then get well we digress but (laughs) but so that would require a lot of research then so you had to read a lot of agatha christie to write a mystery because you wanted yeah so oh that's so cool so my book parallels what so my book is basically the book club members get together and they read her book. Which one? And what happens? It's called Sparkling Cyanide. Ooh, show and me that then first, one of, maybe. Yeah, and then one of the and then one of the people in um in the book club dies very similar oh, to it. the Agatha Christie, and that's where the murder mystery goes from there. It's like, why did she die? Similar to our book club read, that is, like, I that's like it. Yeah, it's like that's murder section. Yeah, yeah, that's There's awesome. Layers. So the reading though, so it's kind of what we we're talking about. We're reading a book. Yeah, you're you're writing a murder mystery, and then somebody dies, or you're reading. Did you have to read like a bunch of Agatha Christie books to figure out which how to set that up, or how? Because you said I, you did a lot I, of research, or how did you do that? No, I, did, I I researched Agatha Christie, and I I researched. I read Sparkling Cyanide. I watched the movie on BritBox. <laughs> oh, there's a oh, there's a movie. I need to get BritBox again. <laughs> so like I did. Wait, that's a thing. It's called BritBox. Oh come on! Yeah. I I get Acorn TV. Remember me obsessing. Yeah, but is it actually called BritBox? Yes, we should get it. Yeah, Matt. Good. I we should just dump it. Disney and Hold get BritBox. You need to dump the Disney Channel <laughs> and get the. Brit it's just all cartoons. We never watch. I don't know. You need a license to own a TV in the UK, so. No, no, no. We get we can stream BritBox. Yeah, but you got to pay for the license to get BritBox. Well, we have to pay to stream it, but it's like four ninety nine or five ninety nine or six ninety nine. I don't know what it is. Okay. Well, Actually, I had a two week free trial, and oh then my, I can't. You stinker! <laughs> you stinker! You, so you did it! I you love did a two week free trial. No, Binge watched what you needed to watch for your book. <laughs> That's how we do it, baby. Cheap <laughs> research. Yeah, it's good. Video research. Respect. Yeah. Cozy mystery authors do it because we, they pay <laughs> us the big bucks, as, as, our, as we all know. That's, That's awesome. correct. It's a labor yeah. of love. But, yes, I'm so excited about this book. Um, 
And then, like, this book is available everywhere. Everywhere books are sold, bookstores, um, you know, uh, online. It's available in, in e-version, and it's, it's an audio. It's audio, isn't it? Correct. Yep. So everyone, we're going to put on the Kindle? links. Can we get it on Kindle? Yes, you can. Get it on, get Kindle. It on Kindle. I just got a, yep. I just got a Kindle, and it, it's changed. I swear to God, this, I'm not making a joke or anything. It's changed my life, like for real. You know what? I believe you because it's funny. I did not want to get one. I was like anti-Kindle, anti, because anti, I'm on a computer all day. So why would I want to look at a computer? I love my Kindle. It's insane. It. It's like it's yeah. like your it, it, the screen looks like a piece of paper. Yeah. And it like. I don't know. It does something to your brain. It's like psychologically different than reading a book. Because I think one of the things, and I talked to Matt about this because we got Matt one for yeah, his so birthday. Yeah, so now all the Hannah boys have a Kindle. They went and, from not, not reading to like digital. And they're digital. downloading all yeah, their they're, they're, books, They're right? doing it, yeah. I'm yeah. very proud of that. I'm, like, I'm just yeah. kind of, yay. But like it's, there's like a psychological thing of like knowing how much of a book you have left. It like gets to me and it makes me yeah. like yeah, not want to read as much. It's, it's tough. But that is, that's kind of gone. And then it's, it's, it's so much like, like, I don't know. There's like, you don't have to worry about where you are in a book. And like, I, I think it's, it's uh, nice. like the it anxiety too. of making us read in middle school and high school. It's like, you got to read chapter 16 by tomorrow. And we're like, ah, God, I don't want to read. Like, I just want to read the chapters. Chapter's too long. You know what I mean? Yeah, so you're just trying to read to get well, through it. You instead were of trying to read to get through you it. You were yeah. struggling with dyslexia, too. You know, so that was Yeah, but it harder. was more of like, I just don't want to like, yeah. read this. Interested. I don't want to, like, it just, the, the, the length is daunting. And you probably right. I liked Catcher in the Rye, though. Yeah, the you did. It was funny. Yeah. I'd say they all had a book that they had to read that they actually ended up really liking. What about Great Gatsby? There's a couple I liked a lot. But I was going to ask Holly, like, so do you, obviously you read a lot, I'm assuming then, right? Like you probably read tons of stuff. (laughs) It depends. If I'm in writing (laughs) mode. Just say yes. (laughs) Yes. yes. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. (laughs) Yes. No, if it like last year when I was writing three books, I I was only reading my own. Yeah. That makes sense. I mean, that's just so much. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. And I think that's the yeah. misconception. I like I love reading and um during the day I'll read stuff to that I have to read to help me write, you know, like like materials or sources. And then you right. always have to kind of but it is how like writing a novel and I was trying to explain this to John cuz I'm like I'm at this I'm coming to the end of this novel that I'm working on and I'm kind of obsessed. Do you get like this? I get obsessed yes. because it's like running a marathon. And you're like, oh god, yes. what mile am I on? What mile am I? And now yes. I'm like, oh my god, I can yes. see, I can see that end, I can see the the finish line, and it's just down yes. there, and I know I can get it, but I, you know, phone calls, oh, what's for dinner? Oh, let's go shopping. Let's go. Yes. Let's do something fun. And I love that too. But right now, I'm just. But you just, just want to finish. I just want to get it done. Yeah. Get it behind me. Let me read. Yes. It. Can read some books in the meantime. But I, I know how it is because you get, you have to keep what you're writing in your mind all the time. Um, yes. So when you're writing multiple books and you know this this year, it's very yeah. difficult. No, it's terrible. I don't how know how you, you did three. juggle I have no all of those at the same three. time? Yeah, how do you keep the story straight? And so when you say yeah, you're writing time. three books, like three books in a year, your deadline for all three books is at the end of the year. Do you work no. on one until you're done? Or do you work on like... No. No. So that's work, the problem. Is you spend like a day you're working on one... Yeah, how do yeah you- so you're working on one and you might be editing another one or you might be doing cover like cover art ideas or you know whatever for one and then you're writing the actual first draft for another and you're editing another it's very confusing 
And then, and then there's the book launch and trying to do all the, you know, PR Correct. promotional stuff. And that gets in the way because you're like, oh, my gosh, that was my struggle because I had a book come out at the end of July, Halloween in July. And that was hard, too, thinking about that. Now, now you know, right. pumpkin spice lattes are here now. So, woohoo. Now I can start pushing woo-hoo! Halloween again. But I was in the, right. you know, trying to get my story going and writing. And then I get, you know, for like a week, I was probably promoting a little bit more than I did writing for sure I was promoting and then you it it is it's a juggle and for me this is the first year I'm doing two novels and so now you know so it's like you were you were there last year and you kept saying oh my gosh you know what I mean you're yeah I I, kind of but thanks to you I think I kind of knew what I was what you were getting into I I only have two so I mean you know what I mean it's not three three isn't daunting but do you find it hard to read when you're in mid-draft like that I read it read other people's work I mean I'll read at night and I'll start like you know right when I get in bed and sometimes I can read fairly late but a lot of times I wake up and my kindle like I usually it depends on like yours I'll have a book (laughs) um sometimes I'll download stuff on a kindle or someone to give me something right and um the Kindle's awesome because I'll wake up and I have no idea what time it is and I'm still holding my Kindle right. and it's black. So, um, but I always right. read my, my fun, you know, cozy mysteries and stuff like that at night. But I do try to read every night. Nice. And like I said, I just don't probably read a, a lot at night. I'm a very slow reader yeah. when I'm doing that. But, but I love it. It's, it keeps me engaged, I think. And it's good to read somebody else to see what else is out there and to see. I'm always very amazed and you know, you just wonder how many talented people that there are writing out there. I always love that, like reading somebody else's mystery, and you're like, oh my god, that was so good or brilliant. Yeah. Or, you know, brilliant. is there um yeah, is well, there any advice that you would give? This is our parting question. Is there any advice you'd give to anybody out there who wants to be a writer? Um, what would you say to them? Say, hey, I want to write a novel. Um, you know, I get. The, I don't know if you hear this all the time, but I hear this all the time too. People say, "Oh, I, I, you know, I think I can write a book." Okay. Well, most people want what they're saying is, "I want to be published." Uh-huh. Most people aren't saying, "I want to write a book." They want the after effect. It's like if you want to write a book, then sit down and write it. Yeah. You know, there's a, it's a lot of work, and uh, it's. It, I kind of equate it to exercise. Like you got to sit in a chair every day. And you got to get the words in. It's just like exercise. And, you know, people tell me this all the time. Oh, I've got an idea for a book. Well, well, then write it. <laughs> like, you know, I mean, yeah. I. it's funny. I think people more want the after. They want the, I want to be published more than they want the book. Well, and I think if you don't have the love for writing and getting the words on the page, then why are you looking ahead? Like, what do you, right. what do you really want to accomplish? Well, I think, and I think that's a really important question you have to ask yourself because, you know. Oh, no, I agree. And I think that's a good, a good piece of advice. So you're saying, like, if you want to write, sit down and try to get that novel. Is that what you're saying? Right. Yeah. Just write it. Like, like, because most of the people that I know, like, they don't want to necessarily do the work. They just want to be published. Right. And I think it's like, I have this great idea. Yeah, there's a difference. There's a huge difference. And it's not as easy. We'll just shout out if you you are passionate and you really want to write a novel. um, I think you'll do it. You know, and then once you have it, it just it's a, it's just a process. You get better as you go. You get better the longer you write. The more you write, right. you get better. The more you read, the more you you know. It just all right. leads into itself. So um, clearly, exactly. we have some murder plotters here. They don't need to read. They already know how to murder people. This was. This right. was I'll give you some before we go here. Uh, rapid decompression. 
Um, okay. Um, Excellent. Helium. Helium. I oh, like balloons. Like yeah, that's good. the guy's voice oh, is so high that he's asphyxiated. He gets asphyxiated. Uh, oh my God. Hot air balloon death. Um, <laughs> Somebody shoots at Matt or they blow up. But like, how yeah, do they you... just fall from the hot air Or they fall out yeah, of I don't the hot air balloon. I don't think it needs to be complex. You just shoot a guy. you know. Or were they pushed out of the hot air balloon? Right? Oh, that's up for you. I'm just saying hot air balloon. That's Something up for better. you, right? Parachuter, parasailer, surfer. I don't know if you thought about surfing. That'd be a good one. <laughs> um, Jet ski. Yeah. Too, too oh, I can't. I love the jet ski too much. Yeah. <laughs> can't ruin the jet ski. I love the wave runner. We can't ruin it. <laughs> I love my wave runner. That's like my best friend. Yes. Yeah. Don't ever yes. murder anybody on something you love because uh, you'll regret it. I do use my wave runner in one of my books, though, as an escape. Well, you have. I mean, you write yeah. about the Lakeside Library for sure, and and, yep. and the mainly yep. mainly murder. So. You're all yep. around lakes. I'm around lakes. It's I'm all. I'm all. Lakes. I don't know about you. I love the water. So yeah, yeah. It, it definitely feeds through. Yeah, we're, awesome. we're lake kids. We're food people. So where can people find your books? We t- we kind of went over that, but last yeah. Real so quick. you can find me. Uh, first of all, I have a website, Holly Danvers, author Holly You can find me there. Um, you can find me Penguin Random House has all the links to Amazon, Barnes and Noble, Target, Walmart. Um, books a million, all those places. Yes. I'll post awesome. that wherever books are sold. And social media? Do you have social media? I do. I have Facebook. I'm new to TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> yes, brave you. I, I, you know, I'm on Instagram, but I don't, I'm really not navigating it well. You do TikTok I'm, I spend most more. of my time on Facebook. Yeah. I do more great. TikTok and Facebook. I need to get on Instagram, though. I feel like book lovers are on Instagram, and I'm just not. It's another medium I have to get on. And my biggest problem is I have multiple names, multiple social media sites that I'm navigating. So it gets, it gets complicated. Yeah. We need yeah. to, we need and, to, maybe the boys can put their heads together and figure out like a great way to start an X that. account. I actually an have, I actually yeah. do have ideas about this. About problem. how she could like, like, well, cause it's, how it's I can a become one problem. person. Yeah. Oh, become, oh, one, I can person. become one person. One post. Yeah. Um, so the Motherboy podcast is now on uh, Instagram. I just want to, we just put that up there. So we're going to try to grow. Oh, see me. I, I need to get on Instagram. I'm fr- you you oh. and I are friends. You and the Motherboy podcast are friends on Instagram already. So that's awesome. But um, okay. That's good. Yeah. You are. You are. I think you are. I think, I think you are. We're for sure. On I'm sure I am. I'm just not good at navigating it yet. I need a little help. It takes help too with much it. time. We're okay. telling the boys, like I told the boys the other day, I go, Hey, could you like, when we put out these podcasts, can you just like chatter or talk a little bit or say, Hey, this was really fun. And Dan looked at me like I was asking him to mow the lawn again. He looked at me like, Oh, right. I don't have it makes you feel week. better. All my friends found out I have a podcast. They did. They sure That's did. That's wonderful. Are you That's are wonderful. you happy about this or is it? Yeah, it's pretty good. They now keep asking when they're gonna be on. Yeah. Because they're like, oh, you well, like Jack like, Porath. Oh, there you go. You I'm need like, to have them on. Like, Why'd you have Jack Porath on? Uh, he we didn't like write a book. Authors. So I so what we'll do is like we can you know they have to have some input, but I mean I love having my author friends on. This was let me just tell you what a huge pleasure this was to have you on with us today. Thank um, you. you are one of my most favorite people here. in the world. You are so generous and kind, such a big heart, a phenomenal writer. Everybody. Oh, right back at get, you. Get, well, we, we have this love fest, but everybody go out and get Red to Death at the Lakeside Library. You will not be sorry. Like we said, we can listen to, to it. And I will post the links um, when, when we uh, push this out, <clears throat> probably, you know, soon. 
So anyhow. And good to but, meet you, boys. Good yeah, to meet you. Good to meet you. Yeah. That was great. Thank you so much for joining us on the Motherboy Podcast. Thank you. <laughs> and everybody, thanks for listening. All right. Listening. Take care. Take Bye. care. Bye. Hey, this is Dan. Hey, this is Matt. Hey, if you like this podcast, please consider liking and subscribing. As well as sharing it with your friends and family. Also, if you're interested in Darcy Hanna's books, you can check them out on Amazon or DarcyHanna.com. Anyway, thank you for your time and your listen. Have a great day. Yeah, have a good one. Bye.